Leaving Julius and Julia to worry about their garderobe, their wardrobe of clothes, and incidentally, the word for cloakroom in any performance venue is garderobe, let's take a look at the third and last group of irregular verbs in the present tense. In this group, the E changes to an I, but of course only in the do and ERSES forms. A prime example is helfen, to help. You'll already spot that change in the word Hilfe, meaning, yes, help. So if ich helfe is normal in its ending, can you work out the do and the ERSES form? Du hilfst, ERSES hilft, genau. Let's ask Julia if she always helps with the cooking. With the cooking works like our previous when studying, which was... Beim Studieren. Beim Studieren. Literally at or by the studying. So if to cook is kochen, K-O-C-H-E-N, how would you say when cooking? Beim Kochen. Beim Kochen. And now, Julia, do you help with the cooking? Julia, hilfst du beim Kochen? Julia, hilfst du beim Kochen? <laughs> ja, natürlich. Hilfst du beim Abwaschen, Julius? Nein, Julius hilft nie beim Abwaschen. What was Julia so very quick to complain about? Julius hilft nie, never, beim Abwaschen, with the washing up. Your turn to try. Aspirin always helps me. With helfen, always use to me, to you, to him, etc. So once again, aspirin always helps me. Gut. Aspirin hilft mir immer. Okay, in English we have a headache, but in German you have head pains. Pains are Schmerzen. Almost sounds as though they could hurt. Head is Kopf, and putting the two together gives you a headache. Oh, well, not literally. So how would you say headache? Kopfschmerzen. Kopfschmerzen. Worth knowing, because you can now adapt that to say to your holiday doctor that you have back pain. So if your back is der Rücken, think of Rucksack, how would you say, Doctor, I have back pain? Herr Doktor, ich habe Rückenschmerzen. Herr Doktor, ich habe Rückenschmerzen. And if der Magen is stomach, what is stomach ache? Magenschmerzen. Magenschmerzen. So how would you say, Doctor, have you got something for my stomach ache? Instead of for my stomach ache, use gegen, against. So once again, Doctor, have you got something for my stomach ache? Herr Doktor, haben Sie etwas gegen meine Magenschmerzen? Herr Doktor, haben Sie etwas gegen meine Magenschmerzen? If neck is der Hals, work out the German for a sore throat. Halsschmerzen, prima! And finally, the most painful. If a tooth is der Zahn. Medicine is the plural word Medikamente. And to recommend is empfehlen. How would you say, Doctor, please recommend me medicine for a toothache? 
Herr Doktor, empfehlen Sie mir bitte Medikamente gegen Zahnschmerzen. Herr Doktor, empfehlen Sie mir bitte Medikamente gegen Zahnschmerzen. Zahnschmerzen. Toothache. Ouch, it hurts. Aua. Es tut mir weh. Literally, it does me sore. This expression works rather like es tut mir leid, meaning sorry or literally it does me pain. So if wehtun is to hurt, starting with exactly here, genau here, say exactly here it hurts, or in German, exactly here does it to me hurt. Genau hier tut es mir weh. Gut, genau hier tut es mir weh. Tabletten für Julius, bitte. Right, going back to our verb helfen, let's now build on your knowledge and tackle the informal command form between friends. Julia pleads, Julius, please help me to get rid of my headache. In German, informal commands are straightforward, with very few exceptions. Just take the do form of helfen, which is hilfst. Chop off the st ending. So how would you say to a friend, help me? Hilf mir. Now, to get rid of is easy to pick up, if you think of it as to become without something. The German ending for without or less is los, as in hoffnungslos. To become, a vital part of your German toolkit, is werden. So putting without and to become together, you'll get to get rid of, which is loswerden. Yes, the separable verb Loswerden. Now back to our sentence. Julius, please help me to get rid of my headache. Don't forget that your second verb loswerden goes to the end of the sentence and the zu slips into the middle, giving you loszuwerden. Right, let's go for it. Julius, please help me to get rid of my headache. Julius, hilf mir bitte, meine Kopfschmerzen loszuwerden. Julius, hilf mir bitte, meine Kopfschmerzen loszuwerden. Gut gemacht, well done. By the way, the alternative word for der Doktor is der Arzt. So you can work out the word for a dentist, tooth doctor, yourself. If tooth is der Zahn, what's a dentist? Ein Zahnarzt. Ja, ein Zahnarzt. Could you spell Arzt? Capital A-R-Z-T, Arzt, with that crisp Z and the clear final T. To go to the doctor is zum Arzt gehen. Remember zum, with all masculine and neuter words? Try, I have to go to the dentist. Ich muss zum Zahnarzt. Ich muss zum Zahnarzt. Gut. However... As the chemist's is die Apotheke, think of apothecary, how would you say, we have to go to the chemist's? In German, you just say, we must to the chemist's. You don't need to say, go. Wir müssen zur Apotheke. Richtig. Zur for D words and zum 
for Dare and Das words. OK, time for another verb from the group in which E changes to I in the do and as es forms. What was to become in German? Yes, werden. Remember, we had los werden a few examples ago. To become without, to get rid of. Werden is also used as the handle to form the future tense. But for the moment, let's concentrate on the become meaning. Bearing in mind there's no need to use the article a with professions, how would Julius say, I want to become a pianist? Ich will Pianist werden. Ich will Pianist werden. Furthermore, he adds that one day he would like to become rich and successful. If one day is eines Tages and also is auch, how would you start? One day I would also like. In German, one day would I also like. Eines Tages möchte ich auch. Eines Tages möchte ich auch. Now, to become rich and successful. Rich is part of the word successful, erfolgreich, which you already know. So let's add to become rich and successful. Reich und erfolgreich werden. Reich und erfolgreich werden. Did you remember that after your handle möchte, you will not use zu? And putting that back together, One day I would also like to become rich and successful. Eines Tages möchte ich auch reich und erfolgreich werden. Eines Tages möchte ich auch reich und erfolgreich werden. Vielleicht? Perhaps? Using the polite Z-form, how would you ask Julia what she wants to become? So, Julia, what would you like to become? Julia, was möchten Sie werden? Julia, was möchten Sie werden? Knowing how Julia loves to dance, Julius answers for her. Perhaps you'll become a dancing teacher. If a male teacher is ein Lehrer, dropping the en of tanzen, how would you say a female dancing teacher? Eine Tanzlehrerin. Eine Tanzlehrerin. Gut. And now, using the present tense and the informal do form, how would Julio say, you'll become a dancing teacher? Du wirst Tanzlehrerin. Du wirst Tanzlehrerin. Du wirst, that's W-I-R-S-T. Now, starting with perhaps, vielleicht, which certainly affects the word order if placed up front. What about, perhaps you'll become a dancing teacher? Vielleicht wirst du Tanzlehrerin. Vielleicht wirst du Tanzlehrerin. Now, the moment you put an adjective in front of a profession, the article returns. So if popular is beliebt, literally beloved, making it agreeable and moving it into the real future tense with werden, How would you say, she will certainly be a popular dancing teacher? Certainly is bestimmt. Sie wird bestimmt eine beliebte Tanzlehrerin sein.
Sie wird bestimmt eine beliebte Tanzlehrerin sein. Bestimmt. Certainly. Vielleicht. Perhaps. Okay. Er, sie, es, wird. How would you spell that wird? Did I trick you here? Michelle Thomas rightly sounded that final letter as a clear T, but wird is written W-I-R-D. Final Ds do sound like Ts. Think of Hund, Dog, Mund, meaning mouth, and Pfund, Pound, all written with a final D. We can all dream. That's Träumen. Note that D to T shift again. And we all have ambitions, Ambitionen. So how would you say, let's hope they realize their dreams and ambitions? Let's hope is the command form for the we, the wir person. Again, it's simple to form. What is we hope? Wir hoffen. Invert that to hoffen wir and you have let's hope. Now, if to realize is a normal ihren verb and from träumen you get träume, dreams, how would you say to realize dreams and ambitions? Träume und Ambitionen realisieren. Gut. And now, using the future, let's hope that they will realize their dreams and ambitions. Hoffen wir, dass sie ihre Träume und Ambitionen realisieren werden. Ja, hoffen wir, dass sie ihre Träume und Ambitionen realisieren werden. And if hoffen wir is let's hope, how would you say let's try? To try is versuchen. So once again, let's try. Versuchen wir. Versuchen wir. Plans are Pläne and ideas Ideen. So what about let's try to realize our plans and ideas. Our is unsere. Versuchen wir, unsere Pläne und Ideen zu realisieren. Versuchen wir unsere Pläne und Ideen zu realisieren. And finally, let's go. Gehen wir. And if straight away is sofort, try, let's go there straight away. But before you do, take a moment to think of your temp word order rule. There is the place, and straight away is the manner. So once again, let's go there straight away. Gehen wir sofort dorthin. Did you get dorthin? To there? And did you place it after sofort? Temp rule. Manner before place. Now using the do form, how would you ask, where are you going to? Wohin gehst du? Genau. Wohin gehst du? Both wohin and dorthin imply movement to a place. So this time the static... Where is it? Wo ist es? Richtig. Wo ist es? Dort. There. Wo and dort, but wohin and dorthin. Let's tackle a few more verbs that follow the E to I rule. We'll bracket together essen to eat, fressen to eat when talking about animals or to guzzle, and vergessen which means, yes, 
to forget. The letter E in Essen, Fressen and Vergessen changes to an I in the Du and the Erzi S form. Okay, just for fun, how would you say to a friend, don't forget, you eat the pork, the cat eats the mouse. Let's think this out step by step. Putting the nicht in second place, how would you say, don't forget? Vergiss nicht. Ja, vergiss nicht. And if pork is das Schweinefleisch, think swineflesh. What about you eat the pork? Du isst das Schweinefleisch. Du isst das Schweinefleisch. And if the mouse is die Maus, complete the sentence with the cat eats the mouse. Die Katze frisst die Maus. Die Katze frisst die Maus. And putting all that together again, don't forget. You eat the pork, the cat eats the mouse. Julia, vergiss nicht. Du isst das Schweinefleisch, die Katze frisst die Maus. Vergiss nicht. Du isst das Schweinefleisch, die Katze frisst die Maus. I think Julius is teasing Julia again. Okay, if sprechen belongs to the same category of E to I verbs and sprechen über means to talk about, how would Julia ask Julius, are you talking about me? Sprichst du über mich? Sprichst du über mich? Just to illustrate how able you now are to work things out and express yourself quite subtly, if to tease is the regular good guy, but separable verb, aufziehen, how would Julia say, are you teasing me, Julius? Ziehst du mich auf, Julius? Ziehst du mich auf, Julius? <laughs> Natürlich, of course. Aufziehen literally means to pull up. Auf. There are lots of verbs based on this important verb ziehen, to pull. Not to mention that you'll find ziehen on the other side of the door marked drücken. Drücken, push, or ziehen, pull. Michelle Thomas exploited separable and inseparable verbs really well in his courses, so do review them if you feel the need to refresh your memory. Treffen to meet also fits the E to I verbs category. How would you ask, where does one meet nice people from Germany? With countries, from is translated by aus. And one, as you know, is man, with just one N. Nice is net, a useful little word, meaning kind and cute as well as nice. So, once again, where does one meet nice people from Germany? Wo trifft man nette Leute aus Deutschland? Wo trifft man nette Leute aus Deutschland? And if from Austria is aus Österreich and from Switzerland is aus der Schweiz, try Julius, where do you meet nice people from Austria and from Switzerland? Julius, wo triffst du nette Leute aus Österreich und aus der Schweiz? Julius, wo triffst du nette Leute aus Österreich und aus der Schweiz? To give, as you know, is yes, geben, another verb that goes from E to I in the do and as es forms. 
using the familiar do form and knowing that answer is die Antwort, how would you demand? Give me, that's to me, your answer. Gib mir deine Antwort. Okay, let's just rephrase that and say, he wants me to give an answer. This is not a command, but a request. In fact, it's a very common expression in English to want someone to do something and it simply doesn't translate into German the same way. In German, you have to say, I want that, you give me your answer. Remembering that das triggers the vile situation, how would you now say, Julia, I want you to give me an answer. Julia, ich will, dass du mir eine Antwort gibst. Julia, ich will, dass du mir eine Antwort gibst. Well done. Michelle Thomas would have been proud to hear you overcome that typical mistake English-speaking students make. Just to make sure this is set in your mind, how about he wants her to give him an answer. Remember, to him is ihm. So a German person would say he wants that she gives to him an answer. Er will, dass sie ihm eine Antwort gibt. And finally, as you know, I would like is ich möchte. How would you say between friends you would like? Du möchtest. Du möchtest. Gut. So, if to come along is mitkommen, how would you say, would you like me to come along? Möchtest du, dass ich mitkomme? Möchtest du, dass ich mitkomme? Gut. And would you like me to come along to the party? Möchtest du, dass ich zur Party mitkomme? Möchtest du, dass ich zur Party mitkomme? Natürlich, Julius, du musst ja meine Rede hören. Julia, will you really make that speech there or are you just teasing Julius? Natürlich ziehe ich ihn auf. Thought so. Okay, the very last E to I verb you'll value in your repertoire is to take, which you know is... Nehmen. Yes, nehmen. This too is the base for so many useful verbs. You already know to undertake, which is... Unternehmen. Can you work out übernehmen? To take over. Sorry, tricky one that. It certainly sounds like it should be to overtake, but it is in fact to take over. And to overtake is actually überholen. Listen to where I put the stress and tell me whether unternehmen and übernehmen are separable verbs or not. Unternehmen, übernehmen. As the stress is not on the first syllable, the first part, they do not separate. So how would you say, Mr. Brown is taking over my firm? Herr Braun übernimmt meine Firma. Herr Braun übernimmt meine Firma. Gut. Afterwards is nachher. That's N-A-C-H-H-E-R. Using the do form, 
Ask your colleague, Mitarbeiter. And what are you undertaking, meaning planning to do, afterwards? Und was unternimmst du nachher? Und was unternimmst du nachher? Nehmen seems to pop up everywhere. There's herausnehmen and hereinnehmen, meaning Yes, to take out, heraus, and to take in, herein. Also, heraufnehmen and herunternehmen, meaning to take up or upstairs, herauf, and to take down or downstairs, herunter. Did you notice the stress for those last four was on the first part? Listen, herausnehmen. These will definitely separate. Now, there's also abnehmen, to take off. Up meaning off in the sense of to decrease. And its opposite, zunehmen, meaning to increase. And also to put on weight. Let's make those separable verbs abnehmen and zunehmen work for you. How would you say, Julia, you eat too little, you're losing weight. Too little is zu wenig. No need to mention weight, it's implied in abnehmen. So once again, Julia, you eat too little, you're losing weight. Julia, du isst zu wenig, du nimmst ab. Julia, du isst zu wenig, du nimmst ab. And now, das Gegenteil, the opposite, literally the against part, Gegenteil. Julius, you eat too much, you're putting on weight. Julius, du isst zu viel, du nimmst zu. Julius, du isst zu viel, du nimmst zu. Okay, I think it's time to move into the past tense in German before those two come to blows. When diving into the past tense, the most important decision to take is whether you dive from the Sein or the Haben diving board. The good news is that over 70% of German verbs use haben. What you come up with when you have dived, it's conveniently called the past participle, but let's not worry about grammatical labels, is a special form of the verb. But even if you miss the odd irregularity in its formation, you will always be understood. So, rather than worrying about rules or remembering exceptions, it's best to learn the diving form of the verb the very first time you meet it. Repeat that correct diving form to yourself and try to invent your own alternative sentences. With practice, it'll become instinctive, as it does for German children, who initially also make mistakes. You'll learn to trust what sounds right and gradually you'll notice patterns emerging. So, using the Harben diving board first, let me first show you a range of diving forms so you can see what I'm getting at. Normally, you'll simply put ge, G-E, in front of the verb, having removed the E-N ending from the whole verb, and a T on the end. Try that with to live, leben. How would you say I lived? Ich habe gelebt. Ich habe gelebt. Richtig. That's G-E-L-E-B-T. Gelebt. Starting with first. Zuerst say, first I lived in München. That's Munich. Zuerst habe ich in München gelebt. Zuerst habe ich in München gelebt. For five years, 
is fünf Jahre lang. Try for ten years. Zehn Jahre lang. Now, remembering Arbeiten to work, say, I worked there for two years. Ich habe zwei Jahre lang dort gearbeitet. Ja, oder dort habe ich zwei Jahre lang gearbeitet. That's G-E-A-R-B-E-I-T-E-T, -E -E gearbeitet. Note that for ease of pronunciation, you had to add an E-T to Arbeit, not just the normal T. Now, starting with dort and knowing as a cook is als Koch, Work out, I worked there as a cook for two years. Dort habe ich zwei Jahre lang als Koch gearbeitet. Dort habe ich zwei Jahre lang als Koch gearbeitet. Did you remember that temp, word order rule? Time, zwei Jahre lang, comes before manner, als Koch. Don't fret, you'll have been understood even if you didn't. Okay, if famous is berühmt and world is Welt, how would you say world famous? Weltberühmt. Ja, weltberühmt. Adding the agreeable ending E to weltberühmt and knowing that singer is Sänger, how would you say the world famous singer Pavarotti? Der weltberühmte Sänger Pavarotti. Gut, der weltberühmte Sänger Pavarotti. Using ein Konzert geben, how would you now say, gave a concert there? Hat dort ein Konzert gegeben. Hat dort ein Konzert gegeben. And now, putting both parts together, the world-famous singer Pavarotti gave a concert there. Der weltberühmte Sänger Pavarotti hat dort ein Konzert gegeben. Der weltberühmte Sänger Pavarotti hat dort ein Konzert gegeben. Gegeben, that's G-E-G-E-B-E-N, gegeben. Now, did you spot that although there is the normal G-E at the beginning, there is no T on the end, but instead an E-N, given, gegeben. Let's repeat that starting with then. Done. So how would you say, then, the world-famous singer Pavarotti gave a concert there? Your word order will be, then, has the world-famous singer Pavarotti there a concert given? Dann hat der weltberühmte Sänger Pavarotti dort ein Konzert gegeben. Dann hat der weltberühmte Sänger Pavarotti dort ein Konzert gegeben. Well done for tackling the word order here. Right, what is the verb to know in German? Yes, wissen. Firstly, be aware that in the present tense, wissen is already irregular. The ich and the er sie es person are the same. Ich weiß, du weißt, but er sie es weiß. Now, Wissen is irregular in the diving form as well. Having knocked off the en, it changes to gewusst. G-E-W-U-S-S-T. 
Note the vowel change here. The I changed to a U. So how would you say, I knew it? Ich habe es gewusst. Richtig, ich habe es gewusst. With excitement, you'll also hear the shortened, ja, ich hab's gewusst. Immediately, as we know, is sofort. So say with passion, I knew it immediately. Ich hab's sofort gewusst. Ich hab's sofort gewusst. Okay, if music is die Musik and without is ohne, that's O-H-N-E, how would you say, I can't live without music? Or as a German would say, without music, can I not live? Ohne Musik kann ich nicht leben. Ohne Musik kann ich nicht leben. Let's now link those sentences using das. I immediately knew that I can't live without music. Ich habe sofort gewusst, dass ich ohne Musik nicht leben kann. Ich habe sofort gewusst, dass ich ohne Musik nicht leben kann. Ausgezeichnet. You're getting into the spirit of it. This time you'll need no prompting. How about, then I studied music. Dann habe ich Musik studiert. Dann habe ich Musik studiert. Studiert. That's S-T-U-D-I-E-R-T. Studiert. Note. No ge before all verbs ending in ihren. Now, to think is denken. Note the similarity not only between think and denken, but also between the diving forms of both verbs, thought and gedacht. That shift Michelle Thomas mentioned from the German CH sound to the English GH is in action here. Gedacht to thought. In a similar way, Tochter, T-O-C-H-T-E-R, shifted to our word daughter, D-A-U-G-H-T-E-R. Exactly the same happens with the English diving form brought and the German gebracht. So, which full verb does gebracht come from? Yes, bringen, to bring. The verbs couldn't be closer. Bringen, gebracht, and denken, gedacht. Let's fix that awkward customer gedacht in your mind with this example. Julius thought, music, that's the profession for me. So first, Julius thought. Julius hat gedacht. Julius hat gedacht. Now, if profession is der Beruf, and for me is für mich, build on Music, that's the profession for me. Musik, das ist der Beruf für mich. Ich habe gedacht, Musik, das ist der Beruf für mich. Now, if you want to hook on I thought, after your main statement, you'll have to say have I thought. Try it. That's the profession for me, I thought. Das ist der Beruf für mich, habe ich gedacht. Das ist der Beruf für mich, habe ich gedacht. Und das war Julius Lebensgeschichte bisher. Can you work out Lebensgeschichte? Yes, life story. Geschichte means both story and, conveniently, the school subject history. Bisher, till now. 
Das war Julius' Lebensgeschichte bisher. <lacht>